It's a quote of yours, and I want to ask you about it. Is it? Yeah. Acting is easy. That's your quote from Tim Oliphant. <laughs> Do you really believe that acting is easy? They tell me what to say. They tell me what to wear. I just... It's a piece of cake. Really? Stand over there and say this. Here, put this on. But, you know, what about, like, method actors? Method no, no, well, as you know, I am, I am very method. So, for me, it's difficult, but it could be easy. But for me, I go deep. Did you, did you see that, uh, that uh, Jim Carrey documentary on Netflix where he's, uh, for that uh, Andy Kaufman movie, where he was yes. in character... You saw it? Yeah. Because he's in like, he's like in character 24 hours a day, seven days a week, never breaks character. I watched that documentary in character. (laughs) Really? My character hated it. (laughs) Your character didn't like it? My character thought it was just narcissistic and pretentious. He watched like 20 minutes, and the only reason he didn't turn it off sooner is because he thought that Paul Giamatti might hit. uh, This is your character now, yeah. Jim Carrey in the face. Wow, incredible. No, no, it's too bad, because I think I would have liked it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you do that a lot? Do you watch TV and just in character? Is that what you do? A lot of your your life is in character. When you're an artist, Conan, (laughs) this is the life you lead. You're telling me, I don't need to tell you. You're telling me. I'm like Mozart over here. And that I will die young. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means. We're back. It's been a while, but we're here to scratch that itch that's so deep it puts your ass to sleep. That's true. His name is Clarkson. Hi. My name is Jim. We've been doing this for so long now, we don't even know how many episodes we've done, but we're long running. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Film Thugs. And we are here for you. Uh, Isn't it weird how a one and a half minute long clip can get us to do an entire show? It is. Um, Now there, to start this off, I'm going to begin with an opening salvo that I've thought. There are some things in this world that are so masturbatory that a person actually masturbating would be a step down on the masturbatory scale. Yeah. Jim and Andy, the great beyond, past that point. Yeah. On the upswing. Like, no, 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 we're we're not even near slowing down right now. It's it's past a marching band Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of, of masturbators. Yes, yes. In yes. unison, uh-huh. all reaching climax at the same point. Yes, it would be a marching band, not like a brass band, not like a bunch no. of old pensioners playing tuba. No, no, this no. is like a for real, yeah. giant college marching right. band. Exactly, exactly. Uh, just all masturbating. Yeah, uh, all fucking just, Mizzou. Uh, yeah, all making the bad pancake. That's right. Just unrelenting. Um, this movie, the first time I watched it, I. It lost me within 20 minutes. Just like Tim Oliphant, I watched that long because I wanted to see if Paul Giamatti would hit him. Right. This movie, I, I could not invest in it at all because it absolutely represents everything that I hate about acting. My uh, uh, Brilliance of his performance aside, Brian Cranston became my acting hero when I heard how he was on set for Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He would literally be sitting there talking with the crew about the baseball game last night. Like, uh, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very sorry, Mr. Cranston, we're ready for you on set. Okay. Goes on set. Does I am the danger. Right. I'm the one who knocks. So in the third inning, I thought it was really cool. Like he, he switched it on and off. Uh, I say this as someone who dabbled with the concept of method acting as a young man. Sure. And I have said it before and we'll say it again and again and again method acting is another way of saying insecure and narcissistic method has become so perverted Mm -hmm. by its uh, 
association with assholes. Yeah, and it's you know stranger and more flamboyant devotees. Yes, that anything worth a damn in method. Yeah, can be written off by people that don't know any different because, well, look at these assholes. Yeah, like there are real things to gain. Oh God, yes. <clears throat> from oh, yeah, 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 from the yeah. method. Yeah, no question. But a lot of this is sort of, you know, when you say a word over and over again. Yes. Just repeat it, repeat it, repeat. Sound, 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 sound. Sort of like sound, when sound, Ian McKellen sound, talked sound, about sound, tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. It loses yeah. its, it loses its meaning. It loses all yeah. nothing. It just becomes yeah. sounds noise. and noise. Yeah. Okay. That's an important concept, right? To to find out that that that's a strange thing that happens. Yeah. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. Method now seems to be being lost in that idea. Yes. Isn't that weird? How does it happen? What does uh-huh. it all mean? And then you start to atomize. Yeah. Out in, and if you throw in a dash of haven't read enough mm-hmm. and uh, a, a, a shot glass of enlightenment, you become just kind of lost. You become yeah. untethered to your purpose. Mm-hmm. And once that happens, man, you become Jim Carrey in this documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Because what the fuck are you talking about, man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Delve into those things on your own, at home, in your trailer, yeah. wherever, in your in the rehearsal space, yeah, and get to where you need to get to understand more of your character and what you need to put across. But that's twenty four hour bullshit. It's a nonsense. This Jared Leto bullshit is the Joker. The minute it bleeds out to affecting other people, you're just being a prick. you're being a prick, and yeah. then saying, "Look at me." It's not. You're no longer you're you're no longer seeking the freedom of becoming that character. You're using it as license. Yes, and mm. it is bullshit. It's total it's bullshit. bullshit. It is absolute unrepentant bullshit. And he felt clearly because of Andy's <laughs> anarchistic side. His 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 mm. Andiness. Yeah. His his giant inside jokiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, performance art, basically. Yeah. That well, he did that. He would yeah. do this. Andy wouldn't have done that. No, he I don't know Andy have. at all. No. I don't know a dick about him. Yeah. Other than the books I've read. Right. He wouldn't have done. Yeah. I have. There's. There's. I. I just can't see that. Yeah. I can't see him outside of performing. Uh huh. Going out of his way to make everyone uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. yes. I just don't see it. Well, it's like Lawler it's said. Rude. He always called me Mister Lawler. He was always very nice backstage, and you know it. Here's sort of the way I'll put it. It's that signal-to-noise ratio, yeah. which is, you know, for those who are unaware, it is in audio, how much is signal, the actual thing you're trying to record, and how much of it is ambient noise, how much of that bandwidth is being wasted on noise. Yeah. Except I'm going to step it a little further. I'm going to take a slightly different analogy. Uh, incandescent light bulbs, halogen, all that shit, yeah. they use, I think, like 10... Like somewhere between five and fifteen percent of the energy that they consume is put out as light. Right. All the rest of that energy is heat. Mm. LED bulbs, it's like flip. It's like ninety percent of this is energy. The rest is heat. That's why it doesn't matter how long an LED bulb's been on. You're probably not going to hurt yourself touching it. Right. When I was younger and doing this method thing, and sort of what I view all method as. It is incandescent. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking waste of energy. Yeah, you know. Sorry, twenty percent of what you're doing is for the actual character. The rest of it is feeding your fucking bullshit insecurity. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's something that I realized working on play. You know, after I worked on plays, when I looked back at the way I was doing a lot of stuff, I was like, I I was an asshole. Right. I was an asshole. I I didn't realize that. I need to be in care. I need this. I need that. That taking it to these stupid extremes negatively impacts the other people. It negatively impacts the other people that you're performing with because it is so consumed in your ego that you're, you're treating the other, that, that it kind of makes the other people feel like, oh, I'm just not important in this. Yeah, it's sort of like, Okay, I, I'm being hired to make cabinets. Yeah. 
I'm now going to show everyone that lives in this home every step of making the cabinet. Make uh, them watch. Yes. Yeah. Keep them awake. Yeah. Uh-huh. 24 hours a day. Yeah. And show them every bit of what goes in the cabinets, how the cabinets are made, mm-hmm. uh, what uh, um, nails I'm using, what glue I'm using. Yeah. What sort of cuts I've used, where I made mm-hmm. mistakes. Yeah. All of it. You're like, here are all my, here's all my math. Here yeah. All the work I did. And mm-hmm. I want to show it to you right now. I want to keep, oh, keep showing it to you over and over again. Yes. Putting that in your face. Uh-huh. Rather than using using the tool as it's supposed to be used, in my estimation. Right. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But what I gather, just using that, like anything in acting, yeah. you use those tools, you put it together, build your character, and then you present it. Yes. A hundred percent. You do the work, and yeah. then present it like anything else. Yes. Because it's a fucking craft, just like. You know, a trade, right? Like anything else. Put so it, to put it more succinct, mm, mm. Good. Good. this much. will put what you're saying to work of late. No. a little no, bit more not. succinctly, I believe. Good hands, and I think you're going to love this because what you're saying, and I'm like, How oh shit, I I've got to clip so it. Well. What I do is I pretend to be the person I'm portraying in the film or play. Yeah. You're confused. <laughs> no, perfectly simple. Uh, case in point, Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson comes from New Zealand and says to me, Sir Ian, I want you to be Gandalf the wizard. And I say to him, you are aware that I am not really a wizard. <laughs> and he said, yes, I am aware of that. What I want you to do is to use your acting skills <laughs> to portray yeah. the wizard yeah. for the duration of the film. So I said, okay. And then I said to myself, hmm. How would I do that? <laughs> and this is what I did. I imagined what it would be like to be a wizard, and then I pretended and acted in that way on the day. <laughs> and how did I know what to say? The words were written down for me in a script. How did I know where to stand? People told me. <laughs> If we were to draw a graph of my process, of my method, something like this. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, action. Wizard, you shall not pass! Cut! Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. That is the distillation of what you were just saying. Pretended. Yeah, pretended. And everything else is noise. Everything else is heat without light. Everything else is just burning through energy for no fucking reason. And the real bitch uh-huh. behind method acting, w- new school, yeah, hogging whatever, yeah, is that acting? You either got it or you don't. Yes, yes. You really either got it mm-hmm. or you don't. You're mm-hmm. either born with the ability to. Play pretend better than the other kids, uh-huh. or, or you're you not. Don't. Yeah, it's nothing you can really learn. I've always referred to acting classes as pencil sharpeners. Yes, correct. Yeah, and when we would do that at theater camp, yeah. uh, how many pens were trying to shove themselves into that pencil sharpener? I'm sorry. Did you refer uh. to other writing instruments? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. How many? How many? How many pictures of penguins and or bowling balls? <laughs> yeah. Yes. There were How a many lot. bits of celery? There were a lot. Yeah. It's like going to cooking school and half the fucking people there that wanted to go on the Food Network. Yeah. That's all Ooh. they does. I want to be on Food Network. What? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Well, you're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Perhaps. But you should probably learn how to fucking cut a tomato first. Mm, yeah. So I realized Anthony Bourdain wasn't on cooking. No. No. <laughs> that's who you want to be. Cooking had very little to do with it. Yeah. You weren't even that good of a writer. Yeah. <laughs> You're working too hard. Why mm-hmm. are you here? Yeah. No, yeah. What, what the fuck is this? No. But it is because so much of it, I think, the issue is... And playing around in that, my point. Oh, yeah. Oh, play, sorry, playing yeah. around in this toolbox of trying to explain how you pretend better. Uh-huh. If you're two people in a room that are good at playing pretend, it uh-huh. is fun. Yes. It's taking all your fucking toys out of the box, uh-huh. tipping it over on the floor and going, I do this. Oh, great. I yeah. do that. Oh, it's yeah. fun. 
you know, we can compare notes on how we get into character. What yes. things do we do? We were doing it while we were watching the show. Uh-huh. Like how he did this. Oh, I bet he did something funny when he was a kid. Yeah. And he then held on to it mm-hmm. and translated later as whatever. Yeah. One of Andy's skits. Yes. And those things are fun. Mm-hmm. But immediately when you try to explain that acid trip information yeah. to someone else, uh-huh. you sound fucking bananas. Uh-huh. Yeah. I fucking... Outer space narcissist. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, I would sound the same way, except I wouldn't talk about how we're all fucking vibrations. Or yeah, we're all. It's it's also internal and impossible it's to describe. Impossible to describe without sounding like a crazy person. Yeah, as yeah. you said once, describing watching Once Upon a Time without sounding like a drunk homeless person. Yes, yeah. So it sounds like it is absolutely because it's so foreign to people who aren't good at it. Seinfeld used to have this bit where he'd talk about how. Uh, the, the most common fear that people have, thing that people are most afraid of is public speaking. Right. Number two, death. Right. Most people would rather be dead right. than doing what you're doing. Right. And there's a whole gamut in that. I started out a lot flashier show. Now a lot flashier show. We are wanting to, oh, and, it, and then as oh, I- Oh, yes. And now all gotten, all the acting, yeah. Yeah, now I've gotten older. It's like, I, I just, just calm it down. Just d- do these little things. And it works. Especially- for the camera. Oh, God, yeah. For fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what? Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks in every movie. Yeah. 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 Because the qualities that make Tom Hanks Tom Hanks work on camera. Yes. They're relatable and they put asses in seats. Yes. That's why. Yes. His moveset uh-huh. works very well on camera. Mm-hmm. It may work very well on stage. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. But- it's less important to get all that acting out yes. on the camera. So you can you can be someone lost in their head about, well, Andy would do this, Andy mm-hmm. would do that. Well, it's not really important yeah. what Andy would do. Yeah. Because he answers his own questions about 17,000 times in this yes. documentary. Yes. It's like, well, people want to be free of care. They want to be free of ease. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's called entertainment. Yeah, yeah. All you have to do is make them believe you're that person. Mm-hmm. And here's the best thing. All this wasted energy, as you put it. Yes. The best thing about the entertainment business or, or, or writing or th- anything that entertains another human being uh-huh. is fucking gold. Because people want to be entertained. Yes. They want to believe. Yes. As long as you are not really bad at pretending to be whom you're pretending to be. Yes. They will buy the ticket and take the ride with yes, you. Yes, 100%. All of this is so much. Uh-huh. It's it so really much. is. It really, it is just so much. And frankly, it seems to unlock doors that... It's like doing too much, too many drugs that unlock psychoses. Uh-huh. Like you're just tampering with your head, yeah. for no reason. Yes, yes. And more importantly, you're being a massive prick yeah. to everyone out there just trying to do their job. Yes, exactly. Oh, when he started the Tony Clifton shit, and is sitting in the goddamn dressing room and turns the stereo up so that it's bothering everyone. Like fuck you, dude. You're. you're I, I you're now saying that your performance is more important than every single yeah. other thing that's happening, and everybody else's performance. Yeah, every other performance. Every process, yeah. Whatever. I don't know what Judd Hirsch's process. Yeah, but it is. There is. It is a process. Mm, yeah. Swiss Miss. Yeah, Coco. You know, I, I just need a few moments. Like for me, getting ready is seriously a quiet five whatever. minute. Like just okay. All right, I'm feeling it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, sure, but. I could almost forgive it if it was done completely with actors. Yes. In rehearsal space. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the actors, like Paul Giamatti's no-sells that motherfucker the entire time. Yes. He goes to the camera after Jim's left the frame and said, oh, that's really weird. Yeah, yes. so strange. He was, like, Giamatti was after like, that, fuck I'm this. not selling yeah. a fucking thing you're buying, you're, you're trying to get me to buy. Mm-hmm. Not, a, one, not a goddamn one. Yeah. Uh, DeVito, Nothing. he yep. bought... Uh, Milos was selling all goddamn day. Uh-huh. Not Giamatti. Nope. You're like, mm-hmm. Nope. So we all play with you. Yeah. I'm an actor. Yeah. I'm a superior actor. Yes, I'm a well superior actor. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll play along with you, Jim. Yeah. And move right along. But the catering? Yeah. The driver? Yeah. Come on, man. 
Yeah. The fucking blue collar that make that industry work at all. Yes. Unsung yes. motherfuckers that are just completely overlooked. Yep. Every second of every day. Yep. You're shitting on their work day. Yes. And these Don't are, you see yeah. that sucks? Yeah. Don't you see that? That's shitty. That's shitty. And everything you're saying about the Truman Show, yeah. you're, you know, trying to equate the Truman Show with your performance and, and the world in general and whatever. Yeah. You're being that guy. You're yeah. being the antagonist. I can't remember his name in the in Truman Show. You're uh, being you're Ed Chris, Harris. Yeah, you're being Ed Harris. You're it's the one Christoph above them all shit. doing yeah. things and not giving a fuck how it affects their lives. Yes, yes. You don't give a shit because mm-hmm. your job's more important. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I look back on the shitty behaviors that I did when I was getting into character because t- because of fucking narcissism. My performance is all that matters to me. I look back and I'm like, I fucked up other people's experiences. Yeah. This should be fun. It's to quote Finding Neverland. It's called a play. Right. Exactly. It's called a play. And yeah, there's a lot of other stuff going on with it, but it's a play. Yeah. And if you're not having fun, any if you are, oh, you have to stay away from me for no, an no. hour before the show. Fuck you. You're not part of it. You need to be part of it and be able to feed off of each other. Everyone has to be able to trust you. Everyone has to have something going with you. There's, it's got to be there. And people who say, well, if I'm not in it the entire time, then you're not really an actor. No. You're not. The ability to act. Yeah. The greatest thing about acting was... When I realized the things I was doing when I was a kid, uh-huh. talking to my fucking weirdo kid, yeah. playing with my little box of imaginary toys. Yes. As Jim says, talking to the trees in the show. In the show. I'm like, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, having your own productions, playing as all kids do, really, but uh-huh. just really stuck in that world when my first director in high school or whatever was like, it's, you're playing. Like, you're, you're playing. Make believe. Yeah. Thing is, People will clap for you after. More people are going to watch it. Yeah. If you're good at it. Yeah. People will like what you do. Mm-hmm. And here's so work at getting better at that. Yeah. Here's and it was a thing of joy. It. it was a thing of fun. Uh huh. Like I get to do this, no matter how serious the subject matter or not. You get to play. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And when people get paid to do that, oh, great. that's got to be the most incredible feeling ever. And then when you make a billion goddamn dollars doing it, or ten million, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, a hundred dollars, yeah, yeah. someone pays you a hundred dollars for this to uh-huh. act, yeah, right? to play around, uh-huh. to play make believe. It's got to be the best. It, yeah, and when when those numbers get up to be ten million, twenty million, a hundred million, you, your feet must just—you have to tie your feet to the fucking ground. Yeah, otherwise you're just gone. No wonder his head's oh. so fucked. Imagine the ego that oh, has God. to come with that. My Lord, like, think about... I, um, Bert Kre- Have you heard Burt Kreischer talk about meeting Gene Simmons? No. So there's some show... Burt Kreischer on Joe Rogan was talking about... It's like, I was a huge Kiss fan growing mm. up, huge. Gene Simmons is going to be on this other show that I was doing. So I was like, cool, I, you know, I want to be out here. I, I want to meet him. I want to do all this. He comes out and he's like, Simmons like, no, I want, I want to, I'm, I'm just going to talk to her. I just want to talk to her. So he just wanted to be there. I'm sitting there. We cut. We're between takes, and the the females like, well, you know, Bert used to used to dress like you for Halloween every year, and he was like, really? And Bert goes, oh yeah, yeah, I was a huge fan. He goes, I'm sorry, I was talking to her. Turn around and face that way. Wow. And he's like, I will tell everyone that story because fuck that guy. Sure. But let's step back and look in another direction on this. He has a massive contingent of people for whom he can do no wrong. Right. And has since 1975. Five? Four? Our entire lifetime. I don't know, a while. Yeah. Longer than we've been alive. Yeah. He has been in this. Clooney puts it beautifully. When you become really famous, when you hit fame, you stop maturing. You are frozen in time as the person you were. Right. Because I mean, even with the Jim Carrey, the, oh, man, you know, you're, you're tied to all these things. But that is 
because Carrie's been famous like the 80s. And yeah. then went into super fame in the 90s. That was all there. He's just been able to bloviate about it for longer with people who are contractually obligated to listen to him. Well, it's very fascinating to watch who people become or mm-hmm. reveal themselves to be yeah. when they no longer have to worry about money. Yes. Yeah, because that's the big one. Because, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> the emperor of your ego, your <laughs> emperor ego is, is now free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to worry about these things. Nope, you don't. Rome, the Romans are fed, so yeah, yeah. Can, it, th- that freedom can allow you to do great things, uh-huh. think great thoughts, make great creations, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, or nothing. Yeah, and like, <laughs> so let's let's look deeper into the film itself. We we point something that was pointed out that you you nailed down, and I kind of did an add on to where. I kind of started out with, he's thirsty. You can see how thirsty he is. And you were like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, Kaufman never had to be the show. He's like, no, I'm not funny. I make the audience the show. Cl- yeah, Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton, ticket. 100%. Yeah. He flips everything around. Yes. Uh, yeah, Zamuda, who wrote most of the Clifton stuff, uh-huh. It, the impetus of it is to fuck with people. Yes, that's the that's the heart of it. Yeah, I'm fuck with. I'm gonna fuck with people. I'm fuck. With, that's the seed of it, rather. Uh huh. Through Kaufman, he then turned it around to be. I'm gonna make the. I'll use that. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Great. Uh-huh. Uh, great. 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 That's all good stuff. But I'm gonna use this character to make the audience the entertainment. Yeah. Because I'm gonna make them incredibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. and see what people will do. Yeah. How are they gonna react? More than other characters. Yeah. And he then infused all of his, because he was so well-mannered, because he was so polite, he gets to use this as a kind of a cathartic character to just thrash about. Right. And be the biggest prick that his id wants to be. Yeah, yeah. Which makes that character much bigger than just an asshole that's fucking with people. Right. That's the secret sauce behind Tony Clifton. Yes. The rest of it, and why I think... I don't know who could have done another a better job. Probably uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Oh, Giamatti. Would uh, but the things that didn't work for me is that, in my estimation, talking out of my ass in my experience of just what I've seen, just what I've watched, just what I've read. Right. And we talked about it when we watched the movie. Was Kaufman was incredibly comfortable with silence. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was incredibly comfortable. Completely fearless. Yeah. Would not break character and could sit and stand in silence. That Jack Benny used to do. Yes. Yeah. And can allow the character to be boring. Yeah. Well, like, it's, it's like I said about teaching. Yeah. You can tell you're a good teacher when you're comfortable with silence and don't have to fill it by giving the students the answer. Right. And those things that throw people off, not just Tony Clifton, but in anything he did. Yeah. You know, a Mighty Mouse. Yeah. He has to stand there, silent, uh-huh. don't break character, and not break character, rather, <clears throat> until his part comes up. But not even break character then. Just do the thing, and then back. Do Back, Toy Soldier. Yeah. Here I come to save the day. His, toy Soldier. The, and honestly, if you look at the best parts of that, I think, are the false starts, where he goes the... Oh, oh, God. And yeah, yeah. Because go people right are, back to you it. Could, If you filmed the audience, you would see them leaning. Yes. Slightly. Like, yeah. Oh, it's not, oh, <laughs> playing along with it. Uh huh. Feeding off of that. I know that, like we said, watching the show. Um, when someone tells me they don't like Andy Kaufman because he's annoying and I don't get it, it's not uh-huh. funny. I never argue with him. I never yeah. try to plead my case of yeah. how fucking maniacally genius yeah. he and Bob were together. Yes, yes. I just say I understand. Yeah, because you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is a, it's a fact. Yeah, but man, what what a fucking ride he had. Oh, God, aside yeah. from Jim Carrey, obviously. oh yeah, yeah, Andy, just to take that and be able to play, and not even as every other actor on the planet or performer need applause. Yeah, to really play, to really invite you into. 
the the weirdest part of the of the yes. of the toy box. Yeah, and not care if you're still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just doing this to make my buddy Bob laugh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That is the fucking top of the mountain mm-hmm. because he's doing it for himself. Yes, and for Bob. That is the atomic and subatomic truth. That of it. is. Yeah. Amazing! It really is because I don't know of another performer that was able to do that. Yeah. Except aside from, aside from musicians. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because nine times out of ten, it's all about just whatever they want to do. Yeah. How else can you explain extreme metal? Like nobody want, likes this, but you. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then you you look at it, and there are other performers that have you know that you know brother Theodore. Right. Where it's like he he doesn't mind a tiny Tim. They're like sure. uh, you're not going to know how to react to this. Uh, even, um, oh God, there was somebody I had kind of, uh, like, uh, Guido Sarducci. Father Guido Sarducci. If you never knew, like, for the longest time, I, I remember being like, is he a fucking, <laughs> is he a priest? Is he a fucking priest? It was so goddamn yeah. great because the deadpanness of it, like the Mr. T, did you yes. ever see when he made the Mr. Like, Calmness right. of all of it. God, I miss those days. Yeah. Oh, oh the, the wild we- and woolly weirdness of like mid seventies to yeah. mid eighties. Yes. God damn it. Things were so... Judy Tenuta. Yeah, so strange. Emo Phillips. So weird. And there's so much... Because comedy at that time was weird. The mainstream comedy... I remember watching something that that a person posted where it was like, this is the funniest stand-up thing ever. I don't remember the comedian's name, but there was this comic who did this uh, introducing the college football all-star team. Okay. And he had like an old helmet and put balloons in oh, his arms so he looked yeah, big. Yeah, and he yeah, was like, yeah. Yeah. University of Texas, <laughs> right guard. Right. And that was like, if you did that now, right. people would be like, what the fuck is this? Right. What the fuck is this? But that existed. Right. Uh, but you even look at the, the edgy stuff. Uh, Dennis Leary, No Cure for Cancer. Sure. When was the last time you watched or listened to that? Oh, uh, years. Don't go back. <laughs> Don't go home again. Don't go back. I was like, it was there. I was like, hope oh, we got to watch this. Right, this right. is awesome. We got a little ways into it, and I was like, ooh, oh, this this, this does bad. not age well. Right. <laughs> this was so of its time. Right. And that's what makes like the timeless comics, the Carlins, the oh, the Priors, yeah. people like that. That makes them stand out so much more because like mm, shit. Found out something interesting. Robin Williams was like prolific joke thief. Right. Not intentionally necessarily. Just just kind of manic. Hit a point later in his career where it went from, if he walked in to the comedy store, comedians would stop. No, I'm not getting ripped off. But right. here's the beauty of Robin. Later on, he realized he would do it, cut you a fucking check. He'd be like, I stole that. Here's 10 grand. <laughs> Which, okay. That's how you fucking like. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Stop by any time, Robin. Mm-hmm. There was a moment in that show, uh, um, "I'm Dying Up Here," where this like old time comedian, this 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 young comic, is going through something in one of his routines, talking to him, and the comic's listening to him. It's Brad Garrett mm. from Everybody Loves yeah. Him. Takes off his watch, slides it on the kid's wrist, closes. He goes, "I'm going to use that joke," and it's like. Oh my god, that's that's, that's fucking fantastic. Just that's uh, there you go. That I'm using great. this. There you are. But like <laughs> carnies. Oh yeah. Singing for your supper. I love it. But like look at Jim Carrey's stand up. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody yeah. goes on stage and just does impressions. Yeah. Unless it's Ross Marcand, who hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard him. That guy is a fucking terrifying impressionist well now you have to be a fucking wizard yeah that that's what like when he goes from brad pitt to kevin space and like that there's always gonna be a place for that how the fuck does he do harrison ford but at the same time he's not gonna go on stage and that's his whole bit no 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 because that and for those who don't know ross markand he's on uh um walking dead he is the 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 gable who brought uh who brought rick and his folk to alexandria right but I, I don't know, man. I just watching this, it felt like either a the int- and hat the fuck off to you if it is the entire thing is a work. But I don't think it is. Part of me is like, if that, oh. if everything on that camera was a work, 
I well, will great. fucking tongue kiss Jim Carrey on the yeah, mouth because again. it's so great. Well, no. I was young. Um, but And he needed the money. <laughs> gave him $5 in his sandwich to kiss yeah. me when I was 10. It's <laughs> a weird kid, man. He said, touch the great beyond, Jimmy. Damn, Jim. Oh. <laughs> but it's not. It's what he it, called his butthole. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. <sighs> Push this elephant up the stairs. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the, there, there's such a self-indulgence to so much of it because it's wasted energy. Shit-talking fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, the wrestler. Oh, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Shit, See, throwing stuff at him. On. That was really a... I think Jim Carrey saw... Um, if there were a map he could walk on, uh-huh. he said, here be monsters. Yes. Right? Because you've got what you think is this sort of meta performance within a performance. <laughs> um, I'm going to occupy this weird space where people won't know the difference between reality and, and fakery, and, uh-huh. and they won't know, and it'll be great. And so, you know, inside the inside of messing with reality in people's minds. Uh-huh. To an individual who's been doing it for 30 years yep. and in an industry that's been doing it since the, since the 20s, whose lives, if you read any book on professional wrestling, are just, aside from like maybe five or ten, mm-hmm. are just a fucking cavalcade of misery mm-hmm. and carny bullshit yeah and fake sh- just just fake bullshit ego drugs yes. terror stupid shit over and over again because uh-huh. no one knows what's real and nope. everyone's paranoid about their spot yeah and no one knows what the fuck who doing what when uh-huh. and covering their ass to cover their ass to play chestnut checkers or th- it's fucking madness it is and you're gonna walk up and go i'm gonna play yeah lawler <laughs> anytime i want to <laughs> was in a thousand different shades of there were like eighteen meta fucking performances going yeah. on at the same time. Yep. He at one point, Jim Carrey is as Andy, like pushes him or spits on him behind uh-huh. the set. Yeah. I mean behind the scenes. Uh huh. And Lawler goes for him. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have eyes to see, he goes for him when he knows he has four people on yeah. either side of him. Yep. He could have gone for him at any point. Yes, he could have. Anytime but I But he want. went for him. Yes. And he made it real. Bob Zamuda grabbed Jerry Lawler like he was going to fucking do something. That's yeah. Jerry Lawler then. Yes. And yeah, not exactly whomever. <laughs> the, uh, uh, a, a threat yeah. physically. Uh, more than fucking Bob Zamuda. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Lawler's like, I can't move because the power of Bob Zamuda. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone believed that entire yes. fucking set believed, yep. and Jim fucking believed it too. Yep. If you got a shot half of his eyes, you saw. Oh, oh shit. shit! I just, I just wrote a ten million dollar check. I can't. Don't cash. step to professional carnies, bro. Nope. nope. Their whole world is fake bullshit. Yep. And that was fascinating. It's fascinating, and it's one where think of it like this: What happens to? Big rednecks who can act but don't want to be a sissy doing theater. <laughs> they become they, they become, become fucking wrestlers. wrestlers. And even then, because it's if not you even really act, acting. Yeah. It's not even really acting because they have to do it all the time. Yeah. Well, that's what makes it even harder. You have to carry the persona all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's this. It's this bullshit that yeah. Jim wanted to do in his little movie. Yeah. But it's like that all the time. Yep. You stumbled across a back door into something that's been going on forever. Yeah. It's 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 uh, uh, it's like a- acting through a broken glass, you know? Yes. Ooh. You came to the darkness. Uh, I was... I was... I was, I was born in the territories. I was, I was born in the darkness. You can't wizard me. I've been holding kayfabe since 1979. Ah, tell me about your method. Yeah. Does your method involve suplex? It does. <laughs> Drop. <laughs> Headlock takeover. Take down, get up, get it again. Duck two. <laughs> yeah. Call a spot. Oh, 
Blade, if you want a juice for the people. Yeah. yeah. I've been in character since you were in high school. Yes. With a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, really. It, and it is one that you look at in this. That's why he loved fucking wrestling. Yeah. That's why Andy loved wrestling. Oh, yeah. because he, he got it. He knew. Like, oh, man, this is. Now, sh- goddamn, aside from a few old ladies and a, and a handful of kids in, in the Memphis territory and every goddamn territory. Right. Is a room full of people that know what's up. Yeah. it's And they want. Yeah. They believe they want to play along, just like people watching movies. So, That's why you don't have to go so goddamn far with this. Yes. Otherwise, you wind up like a crazy person in acting. Well, I mean, it's, wrestling. It's like, you know that I am not really a con artist gambler <laughs> in an Old West town. Right. I'm pretending. I'm pretending. But for some reason, you can go to a play, which is fake. Yes, it is. It's written, the outcome... The roles, all of it is scripted out ahead of time. It's not fake, it's booked. Yes, yeah. it's all booked. Yet, you go to a, people like, oh yeah, that's not real in wrestling. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> of course. Lin-Manuel Miranda also ain't Alexander motherfucking Hamilton. Schwarzenegger did not kill a giant alien. No, he did not. That was fake. Yeah. Lawrence Olivier it. was not Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's he is all not a Danish prince. Yeah, that script is hundreds of years old, and we know how it's going to end. It's fake. It's fake. But Lawrence Olivier didn't have to work this hard. No, no. Fucking um, <laughs> Hulk Hogan didn't have to work this hard. Well, he never worked at all. Yeah. Mm. Well, l- look at it like this. Here's, here's sort of the, the take that I have on it. There is this... Lover. It's. I don't think it's an apocryphal story. I think it actually happened. The running, uh, the marathon man, Lawrence Olivier with Dustin Hoffman, right, right, where right. Dustin Hoffman comes in looking like shit. And I'll give you uh, the, tell the story, then give the two readings. Which uh, one? Uh, he came in looking like crap, and Olivier is like, "Well, what's wrong?" And he said, "Well, at this point, my character's been awake for twenty four hours, so I haven't slept in X amount of time to get myself in that mindset." And Olivier said, "Have you tried acting?" <laughs> and there's two reads of that. And from what I understand, the second one was was correct. The first one is, oh, dear boy, try acting. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. But the actual one was, why the fuck are you doing this to yourself? Right. You are doing, this isn't good for you. Dude, just act. Right, this isn't good for this you. This isn't good for you. You said that. Fuck, yeah. This, this isn't, isn't good, good for, for you. you. Just fucking act. Just said earlier. Unlocking things in your head you don't need to unlock. Yeah. You don't need to go to that place. It, it's it's it, to use something else, what changed the way I played golf. I used to get mad when I played golf poorly. Then I read an interview with Sam Jackson where he said, I got mad. My caddy, who I did not know, looked at me and said, you aren't good enough to get mad when you hit a bad shot. Yeah. And, it ch- and he was like, it changed everything. Yes. And that's the. I got my fucking ass handed to me at my first tournament. Mm-hmm. Blue belt coat or purple belt at the time? I think it's still. Mm-hmm. I think he was just promoted to purple. Mm-hmm. Teammate and coach came up to me and goes, "You know how do you think he did?" Oh, fucking terrible. And he's like, "You're a white belt. Yeah, you're supposed to be terrible. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yeah, when you're new at things. Yes, you suck at first. I, I, when I do my filmmaking classes." I say that I begin every year when they start doing their first project. I'm like, okay, and I want to tell you all something right now. All of you suck at making movies. (laughs) And that's okay, because why shouldn't you? You've never done it before. Right. A lot of you will look at that as an insult, but I don't want you to do that. You need to look at that as me freeing you. You are free to suck as long as you're trying. Right. And as long as you're getting better, your first movie is going to suck. Your second one? Maybe you should less. suck less, and then less and less and less. But right now, you need to look at yourself and give yourself permission to suck. Yeah. Because you don't have a reason not to. Right. You're not here to show me you can make movies. You're here to learn how. Right. Yeah. But this shit is, oh, God. that The moment that made me want to fucking punch through the wall was when they're leaving the set and the guy's like, Yo, Jim, man, it was great. What? My name's Andy. Who's Jim? 
Okay, I'll tell Jim when I see him, but my name is Andy. Ugh. Eat a dick. You don't need to do this. Eat a dick. It's like from Seinfeld when they, they did the show Jerry. Yeah. And he's actually just like, uh, Suzanne, Suzanne. Elaine. Yes. That's so fucking showy. And just you you are just mascara running. Yeah. Tell me you like me. Yeah, like yeah. please tell me you like me. It's not it's not it's not good. It's not good. It's not, pro- it's not productive. It's not helpful. And not I good. think it echoes in Jim's performance in this. I don't think he gives a great performance. I think he gives a, a fine performance but i don't think it's great because it is way too self-conscious oh yeah Yeah. it is unforgivably self-conscious it would have helped him Uh to come out and look back at the dailies yeah as jim carrey Mm -hmm. because i'll play along you weren't jim carrey then yeah oh no you weren't jim andy was in control enough to come out of that fucking fugue state and Look at it for what it is. Yes. For the cabinet you are building. Yes. Because okay. You're wait, doing. wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. That's the wrong color. That's the wrong size. Yeah. I mm. should try. I mean, let me let me tweak some things. I don't know. Let me let me let me ask other people. Yeah. Uh, to compare some notes and think. Okay. Let me, maybe maybe you've got every resource there. You have, yeah. You have his former girlfriend, his best friend and writing partner there. His dad, his brother, his sister. All there. Yeah. When this happened, what do you think he was feeling? Uh-huh. Or thinking? This skit. What did Bob, what What, what was the process? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure he did that. Yeah. Hey, Bob, when Andy was. But, but you might be able to get more of that information, even if you already did it before, while you're doing it. Yeah. In my mind. I don't uh-huh. know. I didn't make a million dollars act, billion dollars act. Yeah. Jim Carrey yeah. did. So good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I, maybe I'm completely talking out of my ass. Uh-huh. But I can see the stitches on the fastball on yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. And it takes me out of the fucking performance. Exactly. I mean, it takes me out of the movie. And that shouldn't happen. Because it is egocentric. It is narcissistic. And it... it by by getting into that, like no, I'm not going to listen to the director. I, you know, not not necessarily not listen to the director, but I know this, and I'm. It's selfish, yeah. and it, again, all of it comes back to insecurity. Yeah, you look like Andy Kaufman, you sound like Andy Kaufman. Uh-huh. Why is it that I'm more convinced of Joaquin Phoenix being Johnny Cash? Yeah, C- damn, his performance was good because he, he sound like Johnny Cash and look nope. like Johnny Cash and walk like Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. He dressed like Johnny Cash. Yep. That he, and, he, and he moved like Johnny Cash. Yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. But. What? Yeah. What? Where? Yeah. What's missing? Yeah. Someone has better toys. Yeah. Someone was born with better toys to play pretend yeah. than you. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix was on point as Johnny Cash. That shouldn't have and happened. I looked at him. I was like, what? When I found out he was playing Johnny Cash, I was like, that. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I went to the theater with my fucking arms folded up. Yeah. It's like. Mm, mm, and then as it went on, it was like. And by the end of the. By the. In credits, I'm like, well, fuck it. Yes. Yep. Val Kilmer looked and sounded, I mean, really fucking sounded, like Jim Morris. Yes. Why is Joaquin's performance better? Because. Why is that? Because Even though Val Kilmer yeah. was Batman. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> what it sort of reminds me of is, have you ever heard of a game called Desert Bus? No. Okay, Desert Bus. Uh Back when there was like hyper violence, when there was all that, oh, violence in video games is really harmful, but oh, it's terrible, you know, it's unrealistic. <laughs> Penn and Teller released something that was, uh, they called it a uh, verisimulator. Okay. Verisimilitude, so it's trying, right. called Desert Bus. And what Desert Bus is, is you are driving a bus from, I think, Barstow to Las Vegas. <laughs> okay. You cannot go above 45 miles an hour. The trip happens in real time. And the bus will veer off of the road if you are not on the joystick or controller controlling it the entire time. And it's like a four-hour trip. If you go off the road, a tow truck will come out in real time and tow you back in real time. If you get there, it's a point. One point. And that's it. So what I'm saying is just because it's close to real doesn't mean it's fucking good. Right. Exactly. Um, Doesn't mean it's anything 
Val Kilmer was doing so much. What doing so much? Doing so much, and it, it's it literally was like watching a magician on stage. Every time he do something, you could just see this. <laughs> yes. Oh, now I'm hands. going to do this. Ha! Yes. Yes. Look at me. I'm wonderful. I am gifted as an actor. Whereas Wasn't Joaquin it? Phoenix came in and said, "Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do." I'm gonna I, do I don't this. remember the clip, but um, I may be misremembering. Right. But there's a scene um, in the doors where, you know, name and occupation, Raymond Zarek, and they get to Jim. And he says, "Name and occupation, Jim." And I think the original video, obviously, the real, the real one yeah. with Jim Morrison is, name and occupation. And he kind of looks down, looks to the side, thinks a little bit, doesn't say a thing. Uh-huh. How much better is that? Yeah. Yep. But no. Uh-huh. Yep. I need to put this in. This sounds neat. This is as clever as a country music title. Because here, here's how I'll look at it. Here, here's a, <laughs> I think I might have come up with a great way of putting this. Jim Carrey and Val Kilmer were doing amazing impressions. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix said, this is a scene where a man is fucked up. Yeah. And he wants to cash this check because he thinks that he needs to do that to get the woman he loves. The only objective in this is the woman he loves. That money is somehow he thinks going to help him be able to do this. And if they can't, if they can't give him the money right now, then it's pointless. You're fucked up. You need to get this money. If you can't get it right now, it doesn't mean anything. Go. Yeah. He was playing the emotion, not the person. Right. Joaquin was playing the emotion and the scene, not the person. All of these, you are aware of someone doing a fucking impression. Yeah. And the in- the entirety of Man on the Moon, you're aware of Carrie doing an impression. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. No, I don't think he was lost in character. I think he knew the emperor had no clothes. Maybe. I think it's worse. Yeah. Oh, you think he bought it? I think he bought it. Yeah. I think that he believed that he makes was more going. sense. That makes. I yeah. think he believed that he had reached the bottom of whatever he was looking for. Yeah. Or trying to discover. Well, and you know, I, here's the thing. The reason that I was saying he knew is because. The shit that you're talking about with convincing yourself that you'd reach the bottom, convincing yourself that you mm. I used to do that when I did the method thing. It was like, yeah, man, I was on stage for an hour and I don't remember any of it because <laughs> I was so in character. <laughs> Actual quote that I had from Prelude to a Kiss from that year at theater camp. Yeah, man, I just, I don't even remember being on stage because I was just so in the character right. and in the moment. Oh, I'm so in my own asshole right, right now opening a bed and breakfast because this is where i'm gonna live forever in my own ass yes in my ass i'm getting a i'm getting a zip code it's seven eight ass and the mailman comes he's coming for that ass he's coming for that ass damn titties (laughs) and i so part of me thinks that 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 kind of concept is the domain of the very young and self-important and i can't imagine a 40 year old saying yeah, man. No, I was just in it. I was just lost there, man. I can't. Man. No, Gary. I was Gary, man. In it, Gary, man. Don't you understand? It. I was in her, Gary, man. It, it just breaks my heart to think that an adult can actually hold on to that because yeah, I think, I think you're an adult and in the back of your mind, there's a little voice in the back of your mind going, you're a fucking fraud. And that's where the doubling down on everything comes from. <laughs> is you're doing this incredibly insecure thing and the back of your head is saying, you're a fucking liar and you know it, so no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to show even more of my ass. Yeah. That that is, this is the the biggest gangbang mentality where it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to show up special by fucking 500 guys in one day. Yeah. Oh, Well, what if you don't have that knot at the end of your rope? What if you don't have that? What if you have Mm -hmm. nothing tethering you to that? Well, here's the thing. I don't think that happens because... The insecurity of it, it is fighting against that coming on. You might not have the knot, but you might not have the knot, but you know the pit is there. Yeah, maybe. So you are doubling down because you are trying to grip the rope more without anything to hold you onto the bottom of it. And I would I would be uh, more inclined to buy that side with uh, Jim Carrey, except yeah. that he has slipped off. Oh, yeah, entirely. That's true. Which makes me wonder... 
was it ever there? Yeah. Or maybe it's yours yeah. where he is still in that process. Yeah. He's still trying to justify it. Mm-hmm. And by saying and aggrandizing his ideas of trying to hold on to, uh, you know, protect that I- I'm a fraud, I'm a fraud thing. Uh-huh. You know, when he wants to see it, oh, I'm not a fraud because nothing's real. Yes. Right? That's right. his thing now. We're not real. But, I'm not real. But he, he, and I'm not an identity. I'm not this. I'm not there's this. a moment from the movie, though, that I think proves my point. Let me explain why. When he's on stage doing the Saturday Night Live thing, he looks over in Andy's father's air, and he goes, whoa, my dad's here. Wow, that's such a trip. Yeah. Has there ever been a point in your life where you would have been surprised by your dad showing up and you'd have gone, whoa, my dad's here out loud? Yeah. No. He's putting on a show with every, and that show is partly for himself, but it is a, see, see, this is how into it I am. Because it's the insecurity that comes in. It's the insecurity. Like, like personally now, I think I'd, I I am a much better actor than ever I was as a young man. Because before, I was fighting against the end of the rope without a knot on it. Now, I literally grab it, slide down the rope, hold on to the knot, and I'm like, look at all this shit down here. Right. It's kind of cool. Let's have fun. Right. But, Jim, that alone. Whoa, my dad's here. And if somebody calls you the wrong name, do you ever go... Bill, who's Bill? My name is Clarkson. Right. Oh, man, sure. I guess if I see Bill, it's a fucking show. Someone calls you the wrong name. It's like, you either let it go. If it's somebody saying, oh, goodbye, Jim. Somebody you barely know. Go, goodbye, Jim. You go, uh, uh, who's Jim? I'm Clarkson. No. You fucking roll with it. It's putting on the show. It's putting on the outward so that everyone's like, whoa, he's really into it. I'm yeah. buying it. No, dude, you're not a fraud. And he's just going, like me. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. That's my take on it. Just yeah. from. Then. <laughs> then. Then. Yeah. Then. Right. Then. Right then and there. This thing happens. And that. I mean, who knows, Where man? Andy Kaufman's daughter. Who never met her late father Uh Shows up to the set to want to talk to Andy And here's Where I stop feeling my feet Yeah In the documentary I hope and pray That they sat and talked about Andy. In the third? In the third. <laughs> yes. What Andy would do. He could be in makeup, obviously. Yeah. On the set. Talk about it all. Smile at her, maybe, as Andy would smile at her. And hug her. Yes. And that's it. But if he introduced himself <laughs> to Andy's daughter. Hi, I'm Andy. Hey, I'm Andy. Oh, <laughs> Oh. Fuck a knot at the end of the rope. Yeah. You're all the way gone. Yes. And that is very disappointing. It is. Because you're. If that's the case. You're better than that. Because I. Oh, come on. Come on, man. There was one of the only things Harry Knowles ever wrote that I was like. That was good. That's good. That's the only thing he ever wrote that's good. Where he's talking about like. Sorry. There was some Muppet movie that was remade at some fucking point along the way, and it was it, it was really shitty. And he's like, you know, why do they even go movie like this? And for people who say they own the property so they can do whatever they want, yeah, that's like saying I can dig up my grandmother's dead body and flash her pussy at cars driving by and say, what? She's my grandma. The ownership does not wipe away the fact that what you're doing is fucking stupid. I, I, I fucking missed your point because I was expecting some yeah. sort of Nolzian yeah. thing. Uh-huh. I was not expecting that at all, and yeah. I just got fucking blindsided. Just dick slapped <laughs> with that. Just like, what? Yeah. Just because you can doesn't mean it's a good idea. Damn, Knowles. Yeah. You think he leaned back in his chair with that one? Oh, God, Back yes. from the keyboard, like, like uh-huh. uh-huh. I win, bitches. Tater skins! 
Yes, I think that's exactly. <laughs> and the worst part is, then a little fucking yes. like train from uh, um, coming to America, where guys like look comes riding by with Friday's potato skins on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have the big Mac. We have the big Mick. Right. Although I still stand by that guy's John Amos's greatest moment in anything. It was an episode of Mary Tyler Moore where Ted Knight said he's quitting being a newscaster because he's gonna host a quiz show. Right. And he's like to Lou he goes And for this to be funny, you have to realize that the sports guy uh John Amos played the sports guy yeah. for the station. His name is Barry. We'll just right. go with that. And he's like, Ted Knight's talking to Lou. He goes, but I'll stay with you until you find a replacement for me. I don't care how long it takes. It'll be a long, exhausting search, I know, but I'll stay here until you find the right person. And Lou Grant goes, hey, Barry, you want to read the news? Okay. You're good. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking fantastic. Teddy Skins! <laughs> <laughs> The arms is what really sold it. <laughs> Got it. We do that for your benefit, for audio on demand. <laughs> oh, goddamn vegan hot dogs! <laughs> yes, hot dogs. Vegan hot dogs. <laughs> oh my god, man! So we're an hour in it, and I don't, I don't know. Is there anything else that we have to say about this? I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting to. To watch, if you haven't seen this on uh, Netflix, it's available. Um, Bear in mind, it is masturbatory shit. Oh my god! But I mean, the footage is interesting, right? Yeah. If yeah. you if you uh, are a fan of Coffin's work and yeah, and the movie itself, it's interesting. The yes. footage is interesting. Yes. If nothing else. Uh huh. Um, but I could do without all the Jim Carrey commentary. Yes. And I do mean all of it. Hey, man. Don't you understand? Yeah, we're not things, man. We're not, we're not titles, you know? You're born, man, and then uh, you get what's all this Canadian, stuff. American, American. What's that mean? Someone just drew a line. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we don't need to know about what you think of things other uh-huh. than this subject. Yeah, because um, a lot of kids have died because of you spouting off on shit you so, don't know anything about, anti-vax prick. Nope. No. And you could feel like it. Yeah, as I said, like just when the camera just gets up and walks out of the room. Oh, that would be great. If, if no, nope, not here for that. Nope, 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 nope. Or this whole documentary happened because Jim Carrey just sent them that. That you just sent that like no they got it. Like, yeah, like what? The sent it out to everybody. Like what is this? He said we can cut it in. With, okay, it's like his. It's it's his. The day the clown cries. Yes. Oh, only not nearly as awful no nothing will ever be but as awful. someday oh we're like we're like six years off of it i think that may be the last show that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's it yeah and it, that because think about it at that point we'll we will have been doing the film thugs for like 16 years it's ridiculous at that point it's so. ridiculous to do this for six that long and not have you beautiful people go to the digital tip jar that is patreon. patreon yeah and hook us up yeah check out the life masters patreon right now because that's better right. so but yeah. um but and and we for will the have two a, people that yeah. have listened to this episode all the way through yes owen and yeah. owen when he listened to it again yeah i can only assume can only um assume, yeah eventually we'll have a uh go a, take care of your kid yeah <laughs> we'll have a uh, option where you pick the movie yes that will be there yeah you that give us the there. uh when we figure out what coin that will be, yeah, um, you send us that, and yeah. you pick the film, just, and you can show up on the show with us yeah. uh, for 10, 15 minutes the whole time if you yeah, want. Whatever, shit. yeah, you're paying. Um, We're singing for our supper. Yeah, damn straight, because no one sings as pretty as we do. No, not at all. Tibbity tap dance. For Whatever you love movie me. you want, doesn't make a shit. Ow, we don't ow. care. We, we love you. Care. So look for that. So that's coming up. Um, but I do think we might have uh, tapped ourselves out on everything we can say on this think so this is the shit where every time that i'm like god i wish i would have been a theater guy then i realized that this was who you'd be working with constantly oh yeah and part of me is like eh, maybe it wasn't as big a mistake as i thought imagine just being stuck in a fucking no 
everything else is great, everything, but being stuck stuck sitting next to some guy spouting off like that, and because of the politics of the job, having to be like, yeah. Well, the reason people were quiet on set when all this happened is they were getting paid well to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Are we getting true. paid well? Uh, yes, James, Whatever. you're right. Fine. I'm sorry. I mean, Andy. Sure, Everyone Andy. calls you Andy. I is it okay if I call you Andrew? That shit happened yeah. to me on set. Uh huh. You would, you know, no so. sell. Yeah. You Giamatti it. Oh God. Pauly G. That it's Giamatti kind of, would meet me after work for drinks. Like, how do you fucking do that? Like, oh, oh, fuck yeah, yeah, pal. Oh yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Nobody can no sell shit like I can, and that's just because of my time as a teacher. It's just uh, mm, nope. kids saying ridiculous shit that I have to go. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. I still remember a couple of years back, my my favorite statement that I made to a student just offhanded. This kid was saying, "Yeah, no man, Republicans are like way more communist than Democrats." And I didn't. I barely looked up. I went, "You have a fundamental misunderstanding of three words in that sentence." <laughs> it was just writing, and I was miming writing while I did. I was right. like, yeah, you have a fundamental misunderstanding. Not <laughs> <clears throat> even look up. Go on, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I. Uh, this is just it, it's seriously. I just feel like I watched Jim Carrey's like like a tape that he made to pump himself up for sex. Just pulls a penis pump into frame. Like you know, because what is the great beyond? Yeah, you know, great beyond. What does it mean to be American? What does it mean to be? Ki- <laughs> See you next time, Madam. Your jam.